let's start rolling. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm ready. I know your previous That's podcast. Right. They said they were nervous. What are they nervous about? Sitting uh, here and I don't know. Having hearing, beers. Hearing your voice, your own voice. It's yeah. It's nervous about being in a in a room of of macrame and a bunch of cotton <laughs> rope. Heavy breathing. I can't hear you. You can't hear me. Why not? No, I can't either. I know why. Hang on. All right, this is episode 105 of Commuteville Temecula, and we're just going to introduce our special guest right away, if you want to introduce yourself. <laughs> sure. My name's Ward. Hi, this is welcome to uh, Quiet Talk on uh, Quiet Talk. Commuteville. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my name's Ward. I am the marketing director for Skydive Paris. Well, yeah, no, I think the first thing I wanted to talk about is obviously, you know, we can get into skydiving, and that's where we're going with this, but initially, I wanted to talk because Ward and I actually met on Facebook. Oh, how romantic. Uh, oh, isn't it so cute? <laughs> It's the new dating app. It's called Facebook. <laughs> it's really popular with the kids I hear these days. It's kind of crazy. No, anyway, I know you put up a post just, hey, looking to uh, find some people to hang out with. It's tough when you get here to Temecula, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this in the fact of, you know, even when I got here, it was tough to just, you know, try and meet new people coming from different area. It was random and weird to kind of like, hey, but... Did it come off as creepy? Because I've, <laughs> I've been in that group. It's, uh, what, Temecula Talk or something like that. Yeah, and, it was on, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've seen some are creepy, you know, yeah. there's like... Hey, looking to hang yeah. out or whatever, and, <laughs> and I was, you know, I I spent so much time over the. I've been here a year, and I spent so much time the last year working, just kind of nose down, you know, doing my yep. thing. And I miss all the crews and the groups that I've had, you know, back home in, in Florida and Chicago, Chicago go Cubs. Um, <laughs> and I miss that group, and I don't have it here. So I thought, well, you know, I'd like to find that group of whoever to hang yep. out and drink beer with or play poker or, or whatever. So I put up a post, but I tried to make it as non creepy as possible yeah. so i tried to put some humor elements in yeah. there and i don't know how how well i did or not but no it was great i didn't see his post so i don't know yeah it's i mean it's worth it you can go back and read it i mean you, we'll probably it'll get i was framed feeling someday. like i should uh give a shout out to my mom's club that's give how i out. met friends no actually I you're right moved here no you're right because right. i was feeling the exact same way and I didn't know anyone, and I was also a stay-at-home mom now, so I needed some friends. And I joined a great national moms club here in Temecula. There's a couple, um, actually, I think it's international. Maybe not. Maybe just yeah, national. Anyways, there's like a, a couple chapters here in Temecula, so I got to join one that was specifically to my neighborhood. And so it's amazing. So if you are interested, you can go to momsclub.com and find out more information. Yeah. I'm sorry, it's momsclub.org. You're obviously talking to the listeners because I don't think my post would be... You, yeah. Be, you should be, join the mom's yeah. club. be a little creepy in the mom's club. So that's no, the- I don't think you're a good fit for the mom's club. <laughs> We'll find some divorced moms in there. Because <laughs> Ward is actually a fine single young gentleman. I am a single man. Ow! However, I did not put, like I said, I didn't <laughs> it wasn't use a this as post. a dating post. Maybe the mom's club could However, be However, I think post. there's some potential yeah, suitors in well, there. <laughs> Who's the single moms in the mom's club? There are some single moms. Uh, wonderful women. We'll bring it to the next event. That's how, you meet, that's how you meet women in Temecula, though, Ward, <laughs> is you got to go to the moms club. You don't think this is part of my master plan? Jeremy, I, I knew know. I was going to meet you. I knew I was going to get inundated yeah, into the moms, the moms club. <laughs> it's step by step. I'm very methodical. S- single white male, not single white female. Right. Single, <laughs> single white male. Hey, wait, on that note, so we're going to have a local beer now. Yeah, let's crack that open. <laughs> Drink local. I feel awkward. <laughs> Drink I mean, local. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right. So it's a belching beaver, which I've heard of before. I don't know. Have you I have heard not. of? I, you know what they do that's really famous? I think they do like a, a peanut butter milk stout or something like that. that oh, give me a yeah. good nitro or stout. I am in. Yeah. That actually sounds good. Yeah. And belching beaver, anyway. They're out of, I think they're out of Oceanside. That's what I you should, said I should have read that. I should have read that. Uh, yeah, it's Oceanside, which not totally local. I know we've got a lot of great breweries ish. here. Local-ish. And I'll tell you why. It's Memorial Day weekend. We were out doing a lot of stuff this weekend, and I had to run into... <laughs> Just a regular gas station grocery store and get something, and this was there. The hell! Hey, you know what? Belching <laughs> beaver. Really tough. Belching beaver sounded fun, and beyond that, the fun part of it is it's uh, actually a Deftones Phantom Bride. Um, I don't know what that means. Well, it it's got is. a good-looking can, and I'm I'm all in on the nitro or stout. Well, so. you guys, you, you ever hear of the Crack Def, it open. Deftones? Yeah, I used of to course. To Deftones. Them. Yeah, that's that's what this is based off. So it's named after the uh, ethereal song by one and only Deftones. Phantom Bride IPA is a blend of Amarillo, whatever. We don't need to know what it is, but it is basically named after the Deftones in inspiration of the Deftones. So well, let's, let's hear that delicious. Let's open hear it. that that delicious. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Wait, wait. Oh, the can sounds nice. Can I get that? Can I get the audio of the pour? They have to make it extra Hot heavy damn. just so you can hear it. <laughs> He's now, standing not, on a chair not... pouring it onto the ground, actually. <laughs> it's all an illusion. It's just water. Okay, I'm going to take the inaugural sip while he's pouring his. We actually have two glasses here. I know you can't yeah, see yeah. what's going on, so I know this is great audio of us just so, pouring into yeah, a glass. Just, if you, yeah, we'll just make uh, this video. Hello. Oh, you wanted oh, some in your you cup? Your in your wife? little <laughs> sippy cup? What is this? Yes. It's boys what club up this? in here. It's boys club. That's a lot. That's going to be just delicious, and you're spilling it all over. Look it's at all in the carpet. Look at all those suds. Jeez, the kids will be happy. He just poured a bunch of foam into his wife's glass. He totally forgot about her. It's <laughs> yeah. totally boys club. I thought you were going to take a sip off the cup. I've got a man friend. We're good. <laughs> yeah, and you are. <laughs> she can't even. She can't even fend herself. She's not listening. Oh, I'm listening. Oh, she's always listening. Always listening. That's how it goes. I'm busy cleaning the beer off our kids' rug. There's not that much. It's fine. It mixes in with Jeez. the play-doh. <laughs> Just rubbing it with your foot. That's what single guys do. Yeah. You don't on. have to do that. I told you the dog's got it. All right, let me try my foam. Seriously, it it just mixes in with the play doh and the play sand and the. Cheers, trans. everyone! Drink anyway, local salute. Ish. Salute. All right. Let me see if I can get any of it. Hmm. Tastes like beer. All right, it does <laughs> taste like beer. <laughs> no, it's actually very good. It's a nice IPA. Yeah. I thought you said it was a nitro or a stout. No. No, no, they do make. I got you confused. Ah, I got they you, do okay. make you one. They make like confused. a peanut butter or stout type thing. I anyway, quit. I'm out. That's it. <laughs> Anyway, let's get into uh, Ward's expertise, which is obviously writing. Ward, I thought you were saying Warren this whole time. Everyone, oh, I, I wow. either get called Warren or Wade. The Starbucks, yeah. and I'm okay with it. I answered Ward. To it. Now I got it. You I get, can, you get, yeah. to, like, hey, I think you went a little hard on the beaver last <laughs> night. Yeah. <laughs> let's get to what Ward is really good at, and that is writing posts for Facebook. Yes. Evidently, I'm just <laughs> kidding. No, I'm kidding. Uh, skydiving. Yeah, fair. I think yeah? so. Yeah, I'm decent. I I'm thought this was I your expertise. Yeah, well, I mean... I'm I mean, it. we brought you on the podcast. I've done it for a long time. You know it. You work in it. You can get people up in a plane. That's a big... It's a big accomplishment. Correct. Well, <laughs> I've been skydiving for 21 years now. I have... Um, I always say 14,000 jumps, but it's more because I stopped... Wow. I, 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 that made me I, I kept saying... <laughs> 
I've been saying fourteen. I've been saying fourteen thousand jumps since like four or five years ago, which I keep jumping, but just stop increasing my numbers. So I've been jumping wow. a long time. I'm an instructor, but I'm an instructor examiner, which is the person that teaches instructors how to be instructors. So I have all the ratings you can get. I'm like as I think I'm fairly versed in skydiving. Uh, and then I've also dabbled onto the corporate side of it. So I'm actually the director of marketing for Skydive Paris in Paris, nice. California. Nice. So it's not Temecula, but the closest and best thing to Temecula. Well, let me let me do my fun history. Oh, which here we Ward go. actually so told fun. me history. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna actually read this because I stole this off the internet. I'm sure Ward can correct me, and I'm sure there's something wrong with it because I'll see if there's any But the internet <laughs> never lies. Never. Never lies. First parachute jump in history was made by Andrew Jacques Garnin. Garnin. Frenchman. Yes, he was a Frenchman. Anyway, <laughs> he was a flying Frenchman. He was he invented the parachute on October 22nd, 1797. Tested his contraption by leaping from a hydrogen balloon that was 3,200 feet above Paris. Basically, his parachute bore little resemblance to today's parachutes. However, it was not packed into any sort of container. Did not feature a ripcord. The first international freefall jump with a ripcord operated deployment was not made until over a century later by Leslie Irvin in 1919. Did you know any of that? All sounds pretty accurate. Yes, yeah, I have yeah, heard yeah. them all. <laughs> no, yes. definitely. And then while Georgia Broadwick uh, made an earlier freefall in 1914 when her static line became entangled with her jump aircraft's tail assembly, her freefall descent was not planned. Broad- e. Broadwick cut her static line and deployed her parachute manually, only as means of freeing herself from the aircraft to which she had become entangled. Then the military developed parachuting technology as a way to save air crews from emergencies aboard balloons and aircraft in flight. And later, as a way of delivering soldiers to the battlefield. Early competitions date back to the 1930s and it became an international sport in 1952. I think you're pretty close on all of it, but I actually, I, I know all this history and we actually have to learn it. Oh, really? That's awesome. Well, I mean, quite a bit of it to, to get instructor examiner level. But I think the first parachute jump was a military hmm. bailout. I don't. I think you listed it as something else, and I think that Georgia very- Broadwick. Yeah, it says that she made an earlier free fall in 1914. Georgia, as yeah. in like go dogs. Georgia, <laughs> why you are you're a bulldogs? Man? I am a bulldog. Oh man. my gosh! <laughs> I got to throw in my sports. Oh, okay. says. <laughs> so I, I think that from what I remember, and you, it, the internet never lies, so I could probably be wrong, but right. uh, I think the first parachute jump. Now I think where we're getting into details is free fall. It's yeah. the word free fall. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure the first parachute jump was a military, out of a plane, like a bailout type situation. Mm. But free falls might where uh, I'm getting lost. So basically but. parachuting came about because of an accident. Well, yeah. Like the plane <laughs> got shot down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I mean, and now you do it for fun. Well, yeah. I I'm mean, sure uh, that person that jumped out of that plane was like, you know, you're born I with. I do not want to do this. You're, you're, you're born with everything. Your body tells you in every single way, do not do that. Yeah. Don't go near that open door. And if you do go near that open door, don't go outside of the plane. <laughs> and if you do go outside of the plane, for God's sakes, do not jump or leave this aircraft. Right. And you're you're fighting against everything your body tells you naturally not to, to not, do. And you're to like, oh, I'll, I'll try that. <laughs> there you go. Let's do it. Let's do it for fun. Really? It's the thrill factor. Well, Trace, you can understand that because I'll tell you what. I honestly, uh, I was in New Zealand probably about 10 years ago and I went to go tandem diving my buddy went and we went i was told i was too fat to fly basically <laughs> Are you over 240 uh it was at that point i think i might not be now 
Anyway, <laughs> I was too we'll, fat to fly. Our romance will never have us in the air together. <laughs> yeah, again. you know that, right? <laughs> it didn't happen, man. Uh, anyway, but Tracy is scared of skydiving. Well, I I've feel never like done we've it talked before, about. but yeah. Well, I feel like we talked about it. I feel like yeah, that is definitely I something you wouldn't do. I think that sounds do. terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's hardwired into your mind to be afraid of that. Yeah. Like, just like babies are afraid of falling. And it's like it's there are fears that are built into you to make you want... It's survival things that are hardwired so you live. Right. So there's nothing natural about it, but it's extremely safe. So yes, it is scary to overcome, right. but it is ridiculously safe. So should I just jump right into some of the things yeah, of why very, it's so safe? Yes, actually? I'm very yeah, absolutely. In that. Okay, so these are the things people don't know, and skydivers love to have the we're so wild and crazy persona. And we do want to hold on to that a little bit because it's kind of an elite club that, hey, I'm a skydiver. Look how wild I am, yeah. you know? It's really not that wild. I mean, it's mm. actually so super ridiculously safe. We could actually loosen up some of the restrictions so like Darwin's theory can kind of filter out a little bit, right. like the theory of evolution. Like some of the dumb people that are in skydiving should not continue on. We've made it so safe. On every parachute system. <laughs> seriously. I just processed <laughs> that. I'm like, wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, like natural like, selection comes to mind. Natural selection, yeah. <laughs> dumb people still live oh. on every well in skydiving because some of them should not. Like yeah. maybe this is not your sport. Yeah, bowling might be a better option for you. Yeah, but we've made it so safe, and the FAA has also made it over safe because they're the one that regulates our sport, and they really don't know anything about skydiving, so they just overregulate it. They make it so safe your dog could jump out and be fine. Bell, you want to okay. go jumping? So. <laughs> Every See, maybe I can fly with her. Right? We actually can. There we go. Okay, so you I could. Yes, we uh, we we. I we can train, drive with that. We train all the special forces and military around the world, and they actually have oh, you know wow. special forces dogs with special harnesses. Oh my god! And they gosh. jump out with their dogs, <gasps> and they do it. You can watch it. It's got a parachute. Oh wow! Oh my nice. gosh! Nice. That's so crazy. getting back a little bit, every single parachute system has two parachutes: a main parachute and a reserve parachute. So you jump out, you use the main parachute. If something goes wrong with that parachute, you pull one handle, it's gone. The second parachute opens. Okay. The main parachute parachute is packed by anyone that is going to jump it or someone that is certified by the FAA to pack parachute. Right. And they're made to open. I mean, I would let you pack my main parachute. Whoa. Seriously. <laughs> I'd be like, go ahead, give it a whirl. Because I have you a second parachute. You haven't seen me pack a fitted sheet, have you? <laughs> Those are impossible to pack. You know that, right? <laughs> the, the, parachutes are easier than a fitted sheet? Fitted sheets are impossible. They, they There's no... Physics do not apply to fitted sheets. <laughs> and you can pack a parachute, but not a... <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So... I'll but I would me. let you pack the main anyway. parachute. So, um, and then the reserve parachute, it can be packed by only someone certified by the FAA to right. pack reserve parachute. And every 180 days, they're opened up, inspected inch by inch, and repacked. It takes about seven to eight minutes to pack a main parachute when you're experienced. It takes three hours to pack a reserve parachute. Wow. So wow. if your first one doesn't work, you go to reserve parachute, that one works every time. I mean, it's going to work. So you always have two parachutes. Why does it take so long? Because it's got to be perfect. It's, okay. it's not, it's packed by someone that's certified and it's got to be absolutely perfect because oh, wow. that's your last chance. If you go to that one, it doesn't work. Yeah. This is what then I Darwin this, kicks in. This is what I tell my tandem <laughs> students when I'm doing my tandem spiel. I say, and I just like I'm telling you, I say, don't worry, it's very safe. We have two parachutes. Use the first parachute if it doesn't work. Pull one handle. We use the second parachute. If the second one doesn't work, follow me down the tunnel to the long to the white light because it's <laughs> if it doesn't gonna, work, you're dead. You're no, done. Yeah. So, so <laughs> kiss, it's going kiss to your work. ass goodbye. But then also on every system, there's a little computer. It measures how high you are and how fast you're falling. If for some reason your instructor or me or whoever does nothing it will automatically open your reserve parachute for you yeah. oh wow so really you you can seriously jump out of the plane do 
absolutely nothing. Yeah. And your parachute's going to open. So it's a, so it's as fail safe. Pretty mean, much. Yeah. It's as fail safe as you can get. Yes. If you pass out, <laughs> the parachute's going to open. Do you, do you have you had people pass out on? I, as a tandem instructor, yes, a lot of people because <laughs> the harness geometry is a little weird and like the blood flow is kind of weird and so I've yeah I've had people and take people a little, are just losing their mind. I've had to take a little people take a little nap up front. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> well, one of my favorite stories is there was a buddy of mine who was a, always my favorite favorite guy to sit across from and he was a tandem instructor and I was a tandem instructor, another Chicago guy. And they'd always put us across from each other on a plane because we'd bounce off each other jokes and whatnot and tell all the, you know, dumb instructor jokes. And uh, one of his passengers was freaking out and you could tell he was freaking out and i see him just whisper into his instructor's ear and uh paul kind of laughs a bit and he leans over and he's like guy just told me he took like three hits of acid or something like that oh, like God. 20 oh, minutes no. ago and it's just kicking in i'm like oh, <laughs> oh no. enjoy that ride you know but <laughs> so. hey. what's the altitude you guys jump at Thirteen thousand five hundred. Wow! So you can go to fifteen thousand feet above sea level before okay. you need supplemental oxygen. Other than that, you have to have outside oxygen to breathe to go higher. Since Paris is at fifteen hundred feet already, right? We go to thirteen five, which makes it fifteen thousand feet above sea level. Oh wow! Is there like like what does a jet fly at? Thirty thousand ish, like around thirty thousand, twice so usually. So that's pretty high up there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when a mile is 5,280, well, we go to 13,500, so almost three miles up. I got lost in math. Yeah. Oh, I didn't that's really. crazy. <laughs> but that's awesome. That sounds fun. So how long does it take then to actually hit the ground? Like, how long are you well, in you the air? Well, you never hit the ground. Well, I mean, you touch down, you but touch you don't down. hit the ground. Yeah, that sounds, okay. that sounds very brutal. But, yeah, that does. Uh, <laughs> and it also depends on how you fly. But let's so just take... Yes, you land. Yeah. No matter what, when you leave the plane, you will land. Yeah. So you could land somehow. at a very high rate of speed, or you could land, you know, fairly gently. But so we'll take tandem skydiving, which is the most popular. On a tandem skydive, you usually get out and you fall for almost a minute, fifty seconds, fifty-five seconds. That's, so that's it. Okay, take right now. Look at your watch, and go, boom, start, and then watch it for fifty-five seconds. Say, I'm falling. I'm falling. Still falling. But falling, it's like three miles, falling, right? Falling, falling. Well, you don't open like. Six inches above the ground, you have to open <laughs> high enough for your parachute uh, to work. Oh, so then I the open the is where you have to open fall. your parachute, right? You meant just till you actually open the parachute, right? Okay. Right, right. That so, so but if you, I mean, for all you listeners at home, 55 seconds then before free fall, 55 seconds of free fall, where okay. you're just pure okay. falling and so, go. You're falling, <laughs> falling, you're falling, falling right now. You're still falling. I passed out, so yeah, it's only been seven seconds. You're still falling. <laughs> We're all still falling. I, I think this is now a good time for a uh, drink. Yeah, yeah. A little, Shall we have a little fifty Yeah, cheers. Are you still falling? I think I'm You're still, still falling. falling. We're still going through the air right yeah. now. Yeah. I just peed myself. Wait a minute. We're falling. But 55 yeah, I think seconds. I just passed out. That isn't very long, is it? Or wait Definitely just it? passed out by now. Are How long still? now? Yeah. It's been Jeez. 26 seconds. <laughs> wow. We're going to fall. That. We are still falling from this wow. plane. Okay. Hurtling towards the earth. Yeah, that's a long time. You can easily see all the beautiful areas of Temecula at this point, I'm sure. You absolutely can. But Paris is beautiful, too. Oh, <laughs> yeah. We're still falling. We're still We're falling. Still We're right still falling. Wow. Tell me again, 55? 55 seconds. What else yep, can you see? Falling. How far can you see? Can you see Oceanside and see Belching Beaver's facility? Yes, when, when we're at altitude. By now, we're probably at, uh, we're getting close to about 7,000 feet. At and pull wow. the cord. So we're at 5,000 feet. Wow. Wow. So we opened the parachute we at 5,000 feet. We just opened it. We fell wow. for 55 seconds, which... That was pretty long, right? That was pretty long. That was I definitely actually. already passed out. So wow. <laughs> <laughs> then we open the parachute, and then depending on how you fly the parachute down is how long it takes to get down. But roughly five to seven minutes. 
Okay. So, like, if you really want a real thrill ride, we'll do all these spins and turns and oh things like gosh. that. The more you spin... Because the fall wasn't thrilling enough. <laughs> it's, a, a, it's everybody's individual ride. We'll Ooh. let you steer. We'll let you do the parachute. We'll let you do whatever. If you just want to hang out and kind of see the sights, that's fine. You can stay up for about eight minutes. Wow. If you want to, like, do all the spinny, just, crazy stuff, wow. it'll take about three or four. Because you start to lose altitude as you're Well, faster, when you right? when you turn, you, your parachute actually aims itself kind of at the ground as you spin down a little bit. It's kind of like a spiral. Yeah. And you, uh, yeah, so you get down much quicker. That's pretty amazing. So obviously we were talking about tandem and I said I was too fat to fly, <laughs> but there's also solo, obviously, yeah. that you just go on your own. There are ways to make your, there are two ways to make your, well, there are several ways to make your first jump, but very popular is the tandem skydive. Mm-hmm. So you come out and you take about 10 minutes of training, which we only really give you that to make you feel good about it because mm-hmm. you don't even, you, you don't even need that really. Mm-hmm. I mean, we give you about a 10 minute spiel, yeah. but if you did, it's like, it's impossible for you to do anything so bad that it's dangerous. Mm-hmm. So I tell you roughly, hey, do this, do that arch, keep your head back. If you do everything the complete opposite of what right. we tell you, right. we're still going to be just fine. So we don't even <laughs> have to tell you, really. You could try to sabotage the jump, and you're going to be fine with a tandem jump. Yeah. But we give you about 10 minutes of instruction to make you feel, I mean, safe. it does help if you yeah. do the things I tell you, yeah. but it's not mandatory. If it you, gives you a chance to back out. Well, or did you already pay your money and you better get on that plane or you're done? No, I mean, you can still back out, but I'm like, <laughs> I okay, out of my 14, 15,000 jumps, I've had uh, 20, 25,000 students. Honestly, in, in over those 20,000 plus students, I've had four legitimate backouts. That's it? That's it. Wow. Wow. But you also have to take into consideration that as a tandem instructor, I'm attached to you on the back and I'm in a position of strength. Right. Okay. And so once we get to the door, unless you're completely like a cat in a bathtub <laughs> like you know like aren't going out of that door when we get in the door and you're you like you can't hear the other person right well i can totally hear but oh, you can but if they're going no no i go anyway oh, and, oh, <laughs> unless you're physically not yeah. letting me get out that door and then once the parachute opens and then they're all super thankful that they the, went and, yeah and you can tell when people are just like the reaction like no 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 this no no, or i am not getting out of this plane like you know, hands and sprawled out. Yeah. yeah. But I normally have them go anyway. So I've had probably four total absolute refusals. Just backouts. And thousands wow. of students. But back to what we were talking about. So you can do <laughs> 10 minutes uh, ten minutes of instruction for a tandem, or you can make your first jump. We go through about a five or six hour ground school. So you learn everything about how to jump out of a plane by yourself, like worst case scenario. Mm-hmm. If you have to land the parachute by yourself, if their instructors are gone, like all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's basic survival school. And then you jump out, you're wearing your own parachute. There's an instructor on each side of you holding on. So you go out, you're free falling. We give you a certain set of criteria on your jump. On your first jump, really, all you have to do is know your altitude, check your little altimeter, and open Open your parachute. If you open your own parachute, great, you pass. If you don't, we will. Okay. Okay. And that's you really all you have to do. Yeah. And then once your parachute opens, we have a radio on you and we tell you how to get down, turn left, turn right. We mm. steer you all the way to the ground. That ground school is to just in case everything failed. You yeah. lose your instructors in the air, your radio isn't working, all that. You have the basic survival skills to know how to open your parachute even without your instructors doing it for you. And then get yourself basically close to the landing area and land safe. And then you, you go through and you can actually get licensed to skydive. Right. You can actually be jumping out of a plane all by yourself, free fall, self-supervision, after seven jumps. Wow. Just going up in a plane and hucking on out and <laughs> doing whatever you want. And then in 25, you get your A license. Wow. That's oh not, yeah. It's a lot easier. Let's than go get our think. license. I think you should. Well, we can't go tandem. I know a guy. She can. <laughs> you can go tandem. I can. I would definitely have to go tandem. There's zero chance I'd be jumping out of a plane by myself. Yeah, yeah. 
So all right, so we got we got tandem, we got solo. Tandem and accelerated freefall. Those are really the, the two most popular ways. If you're if you're going to get licensed or you don't want somebody strapped to you, which is silly because you, you can't tell that someone is attached to you when you're in freefall. They right. totally forget about that. But those are the two most popular methods of skydiving. Skydive Paris has been featured on some. It some has things, quite a hasn't few. It? So <laughs> I believe he said he gotta pay. <laughs> I gotta pay. I've had nineteen Dr. Peppers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Forrest Gump. I don't know how you cut or don't cut or whatever. We're going to take a break. Pause. <laughs> All right, and we're back. And we're back. Forrest Gump peed. We're good. Game on. <laughs> what movie is that? Game no, on. No, but there's one famous one that I Game can... of Thrones. No. Oh. It's an old movie. <laughs> Game on. Um, the, the More context. Hockey? Yes. Uh, it was Mighty w- Wayne. Uh, the, the, yes. Uh, Bill and, no. Yes. Yes, Wayne's World. Yes. yes. Thank you, hun. <laughs> Wayne's World. Yeah. I see a little silhouette okay. of a man. Caramouche, caramouche, <laughs> can you do the vandango? Send a boat of lightning. Very, very fighting me. Galileo. 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 Make it be cool. I don't know where this is going now. Okay. I haven't seen that movie in so long. My favorite part is when they're doing the different backgrounds to where they were. And it's like... Hey, look. And I can't remember where they were. I think it was like Idaho. Or yes. something. Such a funny movie. Hey, we're in Idaho. Yeah. <laughs> Just look around like nothing going on. I feel like we should watch that tonight. Such yeah, we movie. could. We could. Sitting there now, if you want the then... juicy content. <laughs> oh, no. Usually. Oh, this is on video. A lot of people do a naked jump for their 100th skydive. It's like really? a rite of passage. Wow. Tandem? No, no, no. Like... <laughs> No, oh, <laughs> I have I have taken naked passengers. Oh my gosh, plenty. But so for my hundredth skydive, I was going to go naked, and I was a new jumper. So when you get out of the plane, you want to look down and see where you're at right. to make sure you're going to get back to the airport. You know, right. It's called spotting. Now that's a lot, kind of a lost art with GPS. Like when the light comes on, you just go, and no one actually looks down anymore. But way back in the day, 20 years ago, you would actually have to look at the ground and see where you were and, and spot. Well, I was with a bunch of friends who were highly experienced, and they were celebrating my 100th jump with me, and they were all going naked as well. I climb out of the plane, and they all get in the door of the plane, and they give the count, which is ready, set, go, and everybody leaves at the same time. They give the count, ready, set, go, and I leave the plane, and they're all still on the plane. Nobody (gasps) went. Nobody went. And I see them climbing back in the plane. Oh, no. And I look down, and we were nowhere close to the drop zone. We were five miles away, and the only place to land was a Walmart parking lot. Oh, What? And they did it on purpose. And so I landed in the oh Walmart parking lot. Oh my gosh, by yourself. Naked. <laughs> Had my parachute to wrap around in. It's like Chevy Chase in uh, Christmas Vacation. He <laughs> yeah. just lands oh in the Walmart parking lot. That's crazy. And then got it right back from the drop zone. So You probably weren't the craziest thing in that Walmart parking lot, though. I doubt it, no. I doubt did you it. have a crowd of people around you? It wasn't that bad. Yeah. But still, I mean, you can't really do anything. That would you can't, be a sight. I mean, you can't they, they cover did it on purpose, right? At, oh, absolutely. They did it, so you, yeah. Yeah, and they, they put me out over there knowing that yeah. the only place I could land was that parking lot. Oh and you gosh. can't cover up at all because you're naked in this harness and the parachute's above your head and you can't use your hands to cover anything because you're steering. So you land and everything's wide open until you're on the ground, your parachute lands, then you take the parachute oh. and you wrap it around it. you. Oh my god. But then you have to like try to get a ride back and you're wow. naked but wrapped in a parachute. <laughs> it's shaking. Yeah, it was fun. Look, mommy. Scott Average. Who is this man? They're a crude 
crude bunch. Oh wow. my god, that's so funny. Wow. That's a good story though. Yeah, that's good. Well, speaking of craziness and cars and all that stuff, you guys actually have uh, been featured like on some what are you doing over there? Don't mess up my, oh my microphone. Do you see how angry my he gets gosh. the audio? <laughs> Do you not? It's all lopsided like a crazy mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> the so you guys uh have been featured, I know at least on Bachelor, right? Oh. A ton, actually. This is uh Skydive Paris is the destination for Hollywood for sure. Okay. So we've had the Bachelor and the Bachelorette. Tom Cruise and James Corden did their jump here. Kendall Jenner jumped here, point break, Tom Hanks, Zachary Levi from Shazam just came down. I mean, the list goes on and on. Most of the commercials that you see with skydiving are filmed here. Mm, that's um, cool. Most yeah. feature films, pretty much anything in the film industry is done at Skydive Paris. I hear that uh, you guys have a pretty good marketing director over there that probably you know keeps in contact he's with He's kind that. of a jerk. He's, he keeps he's messing tough. with this dude's audio and like <laughs> messing up the, the mushroom <laughs> bruise top. And then like, it's weird. You just give him enough of the uh, belching beaver. It'll be all right. Yeah. Well, also, too, uh, I remember you telling me um, on our short little date the other other night. It seemed like forever for me, pal. <laughs> oh, you were telling me about that you guys have some Australians that came in, right? They were doing a world record jump or? Right now, yeah. Okay. So it's the Australian national record. Okay. They're trying to set a record for the largest formation ever set of Australians all in the air at one time in a formation. So you have to be touching in some way, linked in some way. Yeah. Mm. And they don't have the facilities or the aircraft or the lift capacity to do it in Australia. So they all fly over here because we do. And then they set the Australian national record every here every two or three years. Right. So we have 200 rowdy Australian skydivers. <laughs> of course. Running. That's what the record is? The record, I think, is 115. Wow. And I think they're trying to break That's it crazy. at like 120. But there's 200 of them all trying to get in on the camps and just coming to party and skydive yeah. because they're a wild bunch, man. Yeah. They're a lot of fun. But we have 200 crazy Australian skydivers over here trying to set the Australian national record. Hmm? That's wow. Cool. That's awesome. We set all kinds of record at Paris. We set, um, we just recently, this, this season, we set the um, Pops, which is parachutists over 40, shorty. Oh, you know like what? That. I, that was another, yeah. That <clears throat> so was another thing I looked skydivers at. Skydivers over 40. We have the record for the largest formation for skydivers over 40, all in the air. We have the uh, largest formation for skydivers over 50. Wow. Largest for over 60 and 70. Wow. Now, why why is it that I feel like down here, you got Elsinore, you got Paris, you got... I mean, why are we Why so... are you cussing at me? I oh. come into your house, I'm cussing at you. I shouldn't say Elsinore, right? It's a bad word. You can. It's fine. I mean, <laughs> I think what you're asking is there are all these places you can go, what makes Paris... Paris or, or I a part of I'm asking that, but even in this area, like why am I not jumping in Oceanside? Why do Long you have to Beach go all the way to Paris? Paris, we've been in business for over 40 years, and you can make a skydive anywhere that has a plane, a pilot, and an instructor. Okay. Oh, Literally. you can. Yeah. yeah, I could take a small plane anywhere, pretty much, and just strap somebody to me. You can make, you can, you can do an exit, a free fall, and a landing anywhere with a plane, a pilot, and an instructor. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, I mean, for the most you part, you just land in someone's backyard. Yeah, I mean, you can. If there are <laughs> certain FAA regulations, you need to like file and note them and stuff, but you you can. And if At, you happen to have a restraining order from that person, you don't want to be landing in their backyard. It's not sure. ideal. <laughs> not ideal. I learned the hard way. Yeah. That's why I, that's I was going to say, yeah. That's why dating has been so tough here. That's why I tried to find some new friends. Right. <laughs> Ones that don't know my old name. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, most places they're lucky if they have an airplane, one airplane. Right. You know, And that's usually what most places have. They have an airplane and a shack or whatever and... And you can go there, and they may have rock bottom prices. We're not the cheapest at Skydive Paris. We're not, um, but you, 
I can't believe people don't, especially with skydiving. Yeah. Understand, you get what you pay for. You don't want to go to the lowest. You bidder. don't want to go to the <laughs> lowest bidder on skydiving. Yeah. People do it all day long, though. I mean, they there are price brands out there. Yeah. We have eight turbine aircraft and a pool and a bar and a restaurant. A pool. A, yeah, like a full, like you can come and you can come spend the entire day at Paris and not even jump. You go to the indoor skydiving, which you don't have to jump out of a plane. There's an indoor skydiving I facility. I want to do that. Kids ages three to one hundred and three. Well, that's oh. what about the pool though? Do you have babysitters? Can we just because that would be awesome? I mean, the summer's coming up. We don't have anywhere to take the kids. Maybe we just drop them at the pool. No, <laughs> we don't have life cards. You can't just like drop them off. Weirdo. I don't know. You could maybe hire a packer, like one of the I don't know, pay him five bucks. Maybe, hey, watch yeah, my kid. that's a great idea. In between packing those reserve shoots, yeah, hey, can watch you my watch kid. my kids? Yeah, have them. Have, they are good at fitted sheets. No, <laughs> fitted sheets are physically. You know, they go against all You're laws very of physics. About that. Because I, I've. <laughs> I've, you spent a lot of time trying. So long. I, I've tried a million He's times. single. I've done so much research. I've looked on the internet. I've never found the solution. How do you no. fold if it is you? flipped in and you tuck them all it's in. It's impossible. Okay. It's still just a wad. I do. I just, yeah, I grab the corner cool. and I go to the next corner and then I go to the next corner, put it in the other hand and then until you get all four corners together and then you try and, it doesn't it's just really fold. a wad fold. of fabric. Yeah, it's it still, is pretty much but a it, wad. it's at least, there's nothing uniform it. about it. Okay. <laughs> There's nothing uniform about it. All right, all right. But anyways, you have like, it's like a little resort? It's a skydiving resort. Cool. So you can absolutely spend the entire day there. You don't even have to come jump to to come enjoy. We have a really good bar, really good restaurant. So you can come and get something good to eat and you could, you know, have drinks, but... Watch people skydive. Yeah, you, and you sit out on the deck, which we have a nice big back deck, and watch skydivers land and watch the planes take off and watch the Australians Do you have to pay to do that or you can just go? Nice. Well, I mean, we we'd like food. you to buy some drinks <laughs> or food, but no, you can yeah. just go and hang out and oh, cool. bring the oh, kiddos cool. and watch skydivers land. And that's a good. And if you do want to go to the, to the, the indoor, you can. I want to do that. You can bring the kids. Like I said, ages three to one hundred and three. Yeah. Okay, let's look at what's pricing for indoor skydiving. Yeah, it's like forty nine bucks. Okay, what's your what's your jump prices? One eighty for a tandem. Okay, so if I were if I were, I would have thought it would be as, much more than that. Mm-hmm. One eighty for, a and we're not the cheapest. Like I said, if you price shop, you'll find cheaper places. But yeah. again, you get what you pay for. I mean, we yeah. are the the most like. There's a reason Hollywood comes here because you know Tom Cruise doesn't go to some junk no. little you know yeah. hole in the wall. They want to go where it's the best of the best of everything, and that's what we offer. Got we it. focus heavily on dinner and a movie. Yeah. And what I mean by that is, you'll go to other places in your number. They get you in, they get you out. Yeah, you know. The instructors have very little personality. You yeah. know, it's just, let's get them up, let's get them down. Let's get them up, let's get them down. You know, yeah. we, you're paying for the free fall, that's what you're getting. Here, we, you get dinner and a movie. So it's the entire experience. experience yeah. So we actually have what's called a red carpet concierge. So mm-hmm. when you walk on the drop zone, we have someone that meets you and greets you and says, here's the restrooms and here's the bar and here's this and here's that. And here's your instructor. And the instructors put on the entire show. The actual jump, the actual skydive is secondary. Yeah. You will remember everything else uh, way above the fact that you just fell for that long 55 seconds. Yeah. Um, you'll remember the whole experience. It's the full treatment that we give, that we focus on. That makes people keep coming back that are like, man, it was so, like, I've jumped before, but this was so over the top. This was a full experience, and that's what we try to give. As an insider tip, what's what's your best insider tip? When's the best time to come? When's, what would you recommend to? Well, that's the good thing about Paris, and I'm not saying this because I'm, you know, I work there and they sign my checks. Is There's not a better day. We're open seven days a week, and we give the same experience anytime you come. Nice. If you want to see the most action, you want the busiest, and like, you want to see the the you know the most buzz mm-hmm. weekends. You weekends know, because best, yeah. that's when the most experienced skydivers are out there. 
jumping on their own. So you'll see the most action. But as far as bang for your buck and your money and the experience you're going to get as a tandem skydiver or whatever, every day is the same. No, that's cool. It's really no different. Um, let's go through one more thing. Let's go. Let's go just back. We can talk about ten more things. That's, I don't that's care. There's two hundred things. Well, we got to go. I mean, people don't want to listen to us. No it's one's not, listening anyway, no. right? All podcasters <laughs> say that. Absolutely, no, no one's, one's listening. really listening anyway. <laughs> Come on. Temecula doesn't have time to listen to this. <laughs> I think it's a very popular podcast. I like. Well, see, he just he just wants to suck up. He wants I enjoyed some, it. He wants I, another I, beer. I really enjoyed this podcast. <laughs> he wants another beer. Well, see, you can you can recommend it to other people. We'll bring some more people. I on. will. Yeah. And with yeah. my following, with my popularity, holy cow, this thing's going to be awesome. Kind of big, he's kind of a big deal on Instagram. I have to reach out to Facebook for friends. It's exa- so I- <laughs> <laughs> Put it on Temecula Talk. <laughs> See you, Aww. but you got a you got a lot of interest <laughs> from that. I did. So you can just be like, hey, you I know. Did. So how do we how do we get out to skydive Paris? Well, you can drive to Paris in your <laughs> autom- automobile, like, but if you like information like, about skydive Paris, skydive P E R R I S Paris. Change yes. that. Okay. So yes. So what's the website? It's skydiveparis.com. That's with a P-E-R-R-I-S, like Paris, California. All the information can be found there. You can book your skydive there. You can find out about indoor skydiving there. Um, you got pricing on there as well? Or? Yes. Okay. And what was the price again? Let's just kind of throw it 180 for a tandem skydive, and it's like 49 bucks to go indoor skydiving with the kiddos. Cool. Pretty and now, solo wise, what is a little I think more it's costly? Yeah. 249 for your first jump. But otherwise, you can come out to the come out to the restaurant, come out to the bar. Come hang out and lounge by the pool and have a drink and get some food. And, and how, far, how, how far are you guys from? From Temecula here, thirty Marietta. minutes. You're like tops. Thirty. You're out off two fifteen, right? Just head out up. Yep, straight up two fifteen. Then you take off Ethanac, and then it it's literally You'll see the airport. Tops is thirty minutes. Right? The only other thing I'd like to push is still push uh, my wife's business, oh, Rustic Spike TL, as we're in our macrame slash podcast studio. Yes, <laughs> and I actually have a very awesome collaboration coming up. Oh yeah. Um, which I'm not sure if I can talk about yet, but with a retail store in Temecula. That yeah. will be carrying my stuff. Yeah, very so cool. So I will tell you as soon as I know more information about that. So yeah, that's Rustics by TL. They can find you on Instagram and custom orders you take and all that fun stuff. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> anyway, we're going to push this on Temecula Talk, and I'm going to uh, get Ward to give us a big shout-out uh, from all his 300 friends he got from there. Yeah, it's pretty oh, popular. Very popular. <laughs> I am. I'm going to put it out. <laughs> all right, everybody. Peace out. Tomorrow. See you. Good night.